can't you do? What would you do? Nothing impossible. Nothing impossible. What would you do? What would you do? Nothing impossible with our God. You do not lie. You do not fail. What is hard for you to do? He doesn't exist. It's never ever exist. Hello guys, we do not lie. He's always truthful and faithful to us, too faithful to fail. Um, good morning guys and welcome to Love Inspired Breakfast Show with from Mira. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> yes, I'm here. I'm going to be taking today's session and I'm privileged to talk to you guys about something that I came across recently and um, I believe, I strongly believe that um god has a way of doing his things especially he has a way of, of showing up for us at any time okay so um uh we come after this short break we'll come back and see more Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I would really love if you listen to this um, little piece, I think. <laughs> Alright, when I was in high school, I met a guy named Randy. I heard that Randy was a Christian and walked with an outfit called Young Life. Randy never offered me a ride on his motorcycle, but he tried to engage me in discussion about Jesus. I kept him at arm's length, but that did not seem to chill his interest in finding out who I was and what I was about. Randy fed my soul with words of truth and perspective. Bob, you can do these things if you want. You have the stuff it takes to pull it off. Either way, I'm with you. He's what gave me tremendous comfort. When I learned from Randy, what I learned from Randy changed my view permanently about what it meant to have a friendship with Jesus. I learned that faith isn't about knowing all of the right stuffs and obeying a list of rules. It's something more something more costly because it involves being present and making a sacrifice. Perhaps that's why Jesus sometimes called Emmanuel. God is with us. I think that's what God had in mind for Jesus to be present, to just be with us. It's also what he has in mind for us when he comes to other people. The world can make you think that love can be picked up at the garage sale or enveloped in a Hallmark card. But the kind of love that God created and demonstrated is a costly one because it involves sacrifice and presence. It's a love that operates more like a sign language than being spoken outright. What I learned from Randy about the brand of love Jesus offers is that it's more about presence than undertaking a project. It's a brand of love that does not just think about good things or agree with them or talk about them. What I learned from Randy reinforced the simple truth that continues to weave itself into 
the tapestry of every great story. Love does. Love does. Yeah. Hallelujah. All right. So from that little piece, we can um, we can actually drag out the fact that God's love is encompassing. God's love is not what we think it is. God's love is not is not um. It's not the human kind of love. It's a kind of love that cannot be compared to any. It's not relative. It's not something you can you can fathom on on our on your on your normal understanding. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter seven says, seven verse nine says, "Understand therefore that the Lord your God is indeed God. He is the faithful God who keeps His covenant for a thousand generation." And lavishes his unfailing love on those who love him and obey his commandments. Who love him and obey his commandments. First John 4.21 And he has given us the commandments. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers. Amen. So oftentimes we, we, we allow um, sentiment to set in, in the way or in our lives or what we even classify or categorize as love. Now God's kind of love does not um it does not have any atom of selfishness attached to it it's not a matter of gain but most times we always come out to to talk about the gains that we will get from loving somebody okay if i love you what will i get from you if i love this person ah this person has this if i just can love this person i will actually have all of these things while loving the person no god's kind of love doesn't work that in fact he doesn't even need to gain anything from you the only thing that you might say he's gaining and is fellowship and it's not even really gaining. You are the one that is gaining from the fellowship with him. He has nothing to lose. He has nothing to gain from you loving him. You have so many things to gain. You have a huge, a trunk full. In fact, what am I saying? A mountain full of things to lose if you don't love him. So he's calling us to love him wholeheartedly and knowing fully well at the back of our minds that his love for us is cannot be measured. Yeah cannot be measured so if you accept his love indeed you know that you are in for a a a season of plenty i use the word plenty not abundance so would have clear understanding of what i mean plenty in all ramification in everything you say if you love the lord you will do the things of the lord if you love the Lord, you will follow his instructions. If you love the Lord, you will obey him. Now, Abraham has given us an example of what loving God looks like. Now, how much more is Abraham's love for God that he gave his son, that he was willing to give his son to the God that he loves? A son that he had he had waited so long to have, he had in his old age, Please tell me, how long do you think he would have to wait if he had successfully given Isaac? How long do you think he would wait for him to have another son, another child and then wait to, to raise that child? Amen. But he, he didn't care. He didn't, think, he, didn't, he didn't even think about the possibility of having another or whether he would not. He laid it down. Now, brethren, I want to... I want to put it to you today that that singular act of Abraham repeated itself in the New Testament. Now, God was just showing us then, he was just preparing our hearts then for what he is willing to do for us, his children. Yes, it was a test to for Abraham, but I tell you, it was just a prophecy that was laid ahead 
for what will come. And what was the prophecy of the coming of Jesus? He said, John 3, 16, for God so loved his son, as for God so loved the world rather, that he gave us his begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. The, 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 the major word here this morning is, for God so loved the world. Now, he loved us so much that he was willing to give his only son. Abraham loved God so much that he was willing to give his only son. Amen. Please, can you see the comparison there? He loved us so much that he, his son, the only son that he had, didn't really matter. Okay, yes, it mattered. But he didn't, at that point, what mattered was that he bring these people that he has chosen to love closer to him. Amen. He allowed his son to be really good for us. He allowed him to, to bear our shame, to bear our sins, our guilt for us, that we may have internal life. I don't know about you, but I want to have internal life. And if I want to have internal life, permit me to be selfish. If I want to have internal life, then I am I should be ready and willing to love him abundantly. If you are going to take this decision with me, I just want you to repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for the life that you have given me. I thank you for the opportunity that you have given to me and my family and my generation. Thank you for showing me the light. Thank you for coming to die for my sake. You didn't even know me, yet you loved me. Even before I was born, you loved me. You showered me with unprecedented love that I may have life. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I accept you today as my Lord and personal Savior. And I ask that you come into my life and take the will of my life. I ask that you take away my shame, my guilt, and my pain and give me rest. Take my burdens and give me your burden. Lord, I ask today that you fill my heart with peace and joy. For in your presence there is the fullness of joy and there is liberty. Set me free from my pains. Set me free from my shame. In Jesus' mighty name, I've prayed. If you said that word of prayer with me, congratulations, because you have taken the bold step and you have accepted him into your life. Do this more often. Spread the word of God and let somebody out there know how much God loves them and bring them back to Christ. All right, yes, of course, guys, it's always been a delight to be here. I'm honored to take this today. And I'm glad that God is doing great things in our lives. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you from the depth of his heart. And he cannot wait for you to be here, to be here with him. Do have an amazing time. Thank you.